Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Okay, before we talk to that sizzling slice of man talent, Randy Rainbow, let's talk about Omaha Steaks. Speaking of sizzling. Let's talk about their shrimp that I just, I, I've been eating all week. Mm-hmm. I, Travis, I'm not lying to you. The best shrimp I've ever had, the best salmon I've ever had, the best Chilean sea bass. I, they have something literally for everybody. It's grill season, man. Well, they also have meat. Yeah, sizzled, well. All kinds of meat. Omaha Steaks is in the title, so it goes without saying yeah. that they are the best steaks and the best burgers. I'm telling you, there's no going back. Uh, everyone, There's something for everyone. Steak, seafood, chicken, pork, burgers, easy-to-make meals, desserts, and more. Omaha Steaks offering a limited-time deal. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code LIBERAL in the search bar, and order the Grand Summer Grill-Out Package today. Omaha Steaks will throw in four of those free amazing burgers, four free gourmet jumbo franks. Every order, right ahead of the curve, flash frozen, vacuum sealed, safely delivered in dry ice right to your door. Exactly. You don't have to go to the store. You don't have to put yourself at risk. I'm telling you, you know me. I do the grocery lottery every week. Yep. Online because I don't go to the store anymore. You just, you get what they, is left. Don't do that with your proteins. Get the best. Omaha get Steaks o- to get what you want. Yeah, get Omaha Steaks. Um, Grand Summer Grill All Package. You get four free burgers and four free Jumbo Franks. Fill your freezer up now with enough gourmet food. Keep your grill fired up all summer. OmahaSteaks.com. Don't forget that code is liberal. Let's do this. Ah! <laughs> yeah, bring in the bait. Bring in the bait. Put it in the bear trap. Bring the Jody Hamilton in. <laughs> it has finally happened. Randy Rainbow on the happy hour. Good morning, Hello. Randy Rainbow. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. I don't have to pay for any kind of rights clearances. Right. <laughs> All right. You're used to way bigger people than me freaking out over you. But meet, say hello to Jody Hamilton, Carol Burnett's daughter, who is the bait that we used to you bring you. You don't have to name up with me. That's my sister, Jody Hamilton. <laughs> I love Randy. He's my other brother from a different mother. Brother, mother. <laughs> Listen, Jody can recount the first thing I ever said to my idol, Carol Burnett, her mother. And what was that, Jody? I don't remember you were screaming and crying too much. Right, but there were Does words that, like flanarn and pangang and things like that. Isn't that, isn't that. That must get so hideously exhaustive and yeah. just, I mean, that's, that's all you can do because what else do you do? Yeah. So Carol Burnett, obviously your idol as well. Also, as Jody calls her, Aunt, Ju- Aunt Julie. Aunt Julie. So when Jody says Aunt Julie, of course, we mean 
oh, you mean Andrews. When she says Aunt, Uncle Jim, she means uh, neighbors. Just so you know, the, the Jody code, Randy. Jody, you stole my life. That's what happened. You stole my whole childhood. I should have been here. <laughs> Wait, so tell the story, Jody, how you and Randy, because you're obviously a huge Randy fan, as everyone is. But tell Absolutely. the story. Tell the story. Okay, so it was tweeted at me, the picture of Randy and his his pussycat watching mom doing putting it together from years back. And somebody tweeted that at me. And so I tweeted at Randy saying, by the way, I happen to be Carol Burnett's daughter and she loves you. And I had sent mom the screenshot of you with your cat. And mom was like, oh my God, I love him. And so (laughs) then you started following me and then we started direct messaging. And then I got to see you before all hell broke loose and everything shut down here in LA. So I know, aren't we? We just made the cutoff, literally. We, we, we did. We, we parted ways, and then the flames engulfed. Exactly. You know, I I feel like Jody leads the like, well, for me, like D celebrity, like Make a Wish Carol Burnett Foundation, because she had right her mom call and wish me a happy birthday, and I don't know, Randy, I just cried through the whole thing, so I don't really. I was like, I wanted to be Carol Burnett, and then all my dreams died. And then she said, "You're, but you don't want to be Carol Burnett, honey. You're the Carol Burnett of radio." And I, and then I, I don't remember anything else for the rest of my life after that. But you've had <laughs> how many of those moments between Julie Andrews, Hillary Clinton writing you? I mean, well, there have been a, a few. Like at this point, I, I am amazed to tell you that there, like I have not had an encounter like that with. Um, you know, there's not one of my major mega godlike heroes of my life that I have not gotten the opportunity to talk to like that. Your mother was like yeah. top of the list, and I told her that. And I, I've wrote, I've, I started writing. Not a liberty to discuss anything, but for an upcoming project, yeah. I've started writing about that. Um, the co- the phone call because it was a major thing for me yeah but i mean sometime i i've become friendly with and yeah. like you said hillary clinton sent sent me, sent me fan mail and it's crazy you're just sitting there in your apartment grabbing your pussy as you did started your thing <laughs> with your cats and and here you are i and i can't i think everybody geeks out randy because you're I, I don't even know how to explain your talent or your genius you you're writing For me, I'm primarily comedian. I can't sing, so I was never going to be Carol Burnett. You are Carol Burnett, but your writing is so. Your writing is so. It's so dense. It's so dense, meaning like every word. Every word. I. You are just. You pack so much into these things that are so brilliant, just comedically, musically, and and. I don't even explain your process because I just like, how the fuck does he do that? And you do all this, your production value, because everybody's production value sucks now. Yours has always been fantastic and you do it all yourself, editing yourself into the interviews and in the production value and you learned it yourself, right? I do. And I did. I taught myself. I, I didn't, I didn't know how to do anything. Frankly, I just wanted to be Carol Burnett. And I told this to your mother when she called me, people (laughs) now interview me. They say, well, who do you want to be? You know, when you grow up, you want to be like, John Stewart, you want to be, uh, you know, a Trevor Noah, whatever. And I say, no, I want to be Carol Burnett. Um, so my whole goal was to, to, to put myself out there doing musical comedy, doing comedy, doing sketch kind of comedy and acting, you know, as a performer. But I needed something to perform. And so that's when I started writing my own stuff. And that's when I kind of found my way into like more topical humor. Yeah. And then I've always had a, a musical background, so uh, 
Long story short, I started doing um, kind of topical commentary for broadwayworld.com, which is a theater website, yeah. very well-known theater. And I was thinking of things to do each week and I decided to maybe set, you know, Broadway musical show tunes to deliver the news. Mm-hmm. And then actually with that, I was also doing my own YouTube channel where I would, you know, make fun of Mel Gibson or Kim Davis or whatever the, the, your, the topic. Of- your first one is I'm dating Mel Gibson, right? Um, maybe I'm dating Mel Gibson, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've since broken up. I don't, know about I don't know why, but okay. Um, and may I just say, thriving you have a career, though, thriving career. But anyway, one day I basically forgot which job I was doing, and I melded the musical comedy stuff with the the topical stuff. And I just, uh, you know, it worked. People liked it. And then I, I just, you know, the lyric writing, I, I, I'm kind of just copying my idol, uh, Stephen Sondheim, and and yeah. kind of trying to follow his. Can, you have a beautiful voice, and you're super pretty too. Can I just say that before we? <laughs> I haven't even put on any makeup. You're so Thanks. pretty. Um, but and you're a baby. You're an ingenue. You are still an ingenue. You're in your thirties. You're and first of all, I have to say to insert how many Julie Andrews have you done? Because I I think I first knew of you because of Braggadocious, right? The the you know, that was during the debates when he used that stupid fucking word and you're like, What is that? And you did it to super califragilistic. I mean, I That was the main launch for me because I uh, you know, I was having like a, like a hundred thousand views, two hundred thousand views, and then I did the braggadocious video and sixteen million views overnight. So that was a big one for me. Right. Um, but Ju- yeah, and right up Julie, to right up to a spoonful of Clorox, which <laughs> it's, it's... I'm telling you, yeah. So many I've done. Um, how do you solve a problem like Korea? I've yeah. done. I'm sure there are many of them. She is also obviously a huge idol of mine. So right. I'm happy to. That's Aunt Julie to you, uh, Jody. Yeah. yeah. I call her. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love the new one, uh, Cover Your Freaking Face, the mask one. Um, it's That's the thing is you work on so many levels. Like It's just, it's funny, but it, it's so deeply sort of political and subversive. And uh, as you said, you sort of, the election kind of is what made you woke, as the kids say. I, I think you were quoted yeah. as saying. Yeah, I was never a political jun- junkie. I was never really... Uh, you know, I, I, I kind of, looking back, I'm embarrassed to say, but I think I went through what a lot of people have gone through in the last four years. And I've been literally, uh, you know, awoken to kind of to pay attention. And I kind of became like an accidental activist. I really, yeah. that's not that's my intention. My, my, my main goal is to be amusing and to entertain. But I noticed traveling around the country, I would hear from fans and People would bring their kids and say that they would show my videos to kids in class and that yeah. they were using them as teaching tools, sort of like a schoolhouse rocks kind of civics lesson kind yeah. of situation. And that made me realize that I, that my voice meant more than I thought it did or could mean more than I could use this power a little more. So that I think uh, I infused that a little bit more into my writing and, and production now. I, I, this I, is, this I, is when imperfect. I can, I, can, I can or infuse a little bit of you know, insight, if I have any, I'm, I'm happy to do that. It, this is, a, don't you think, Jody? like the man has met the moment? You're exactly yes. right. It's, and now you are, like Carol Burnett, Emmy nominated. I, I understand, Jody. she has a couple of those. Um, she has. But you are, I mean, you're nominated She's for gonna... an Emmy now. I mean, you're doing this in your basement on your own Final Cut Pro or whatever, and, and it's, but now, like you say, everybody's 
production sucks. Everyone's doing their show from home. And you were like way ahead of the curve, but also way ahead of the curve politically. It, it just you're working on so many levels, I think, that other people I always say, you know, multidimensional chess, whereas Trump is just shoving the pieces up his nose. So. <laughs> right. But, no, is it? Yeah. You, I, I forgot the whole you did alternative facts to Jellicle Cats. That was one of my favorites. The Kellyanne Conley medley. You were saying that's one of your favorites to perform live. Yes, we have a home medley. Meanwhile, George Conway is now my number one fan. He's tweeting me all the time. What the <laughs> hell is going on there? I don't know what is going on in that marriage. I've got to know. So, um, but yeah, Kellyanne provided me lots of material over the years. She's, you know, I say that she's writing for me. <laughs> you know, we're doing Sexy Liberal Tour, uh, and I, but we're all, I, I, I sort of, except for all the wild talent, I compare myself to you, but it's it, the, we work here like in our basement, but it is amazing to hear, hear people laugh, isn't it? Well, I mean, you're selling out these huge theaters, and you're know, right. I mean, it isn't amazing to get out on the road and hear that when you're just, oh, yeah. yeah. I know. Well, yeah, I miss it now. I mean, Jesus. But <laughs> it's interesting for me because I started on stage when I was a kid. I was always on stage that's how i began and then i stepped away from that and ended up doing this youtube thing and so i i was not getting that audience reaction yeah that you get although i i was familiar with it but i wasn't getting it so to now like after years of of creating this material and getting a chance to bring it on the road and like play these sold out venues and to hear the fan response has been such a thrill I'm going to have to pause here. You know why, Travis? Why Because Randy Rainbow is like a forever ingenue. Mm-hmm. He's a baby. Timeless. He's in, well, people think my Twitter age is in the 30s, but he's actually, he's actually an ingenue. Yes. Plexiderm makes me feel like an ingenue when I have a, you know, sexy liberal virtual tour, when I got a Zoom meeting, when I got a fright, FaceTime call, under eye wrinkles, bags, whatever, gone. Ten-year challenge. Done. Well, you need to look that way so you can be his co-star. Yes. I, exactly. <laughs> You never know. I'm a horrible singer and dancer, but you never know. He might take pity on me, and I need to be ready. Right. I don't want to just be in the choir. I need the plexiderm, you know, main stage eyes. Mm-hmm. Ready for your close-up. Telling you, it just makes me feel better. It works, it works, it works. Right? Even my big sister, yeah. right? Why? Don't ask me, does it work? Yes, I wouldn't advertise it if it didn't work. I use it every day. Plexidermtrial.com. Now is the time if you're a, like a doubting sister like Libby who's not doubting anymore. Don't but if you it. just want to try it, go to plexidermtrial.com, use the code VOICES, try a trial pack of Plexiderm. Only fourteen ninety five. You, you can't, can't afford that. Plus free shipping. $10, or you can get $10 off the regular bottle uh, with that code VOICES. Or call them, 800-685-1292. Mention the code VOICES. Plexiderm back by that 30-day money-back guarantee. So you've literally got nothing to lose. I don't know why I say it like that, because I'm going into my fair lady. You're getting ready for your theater debut. Yes, I'm going to do a duet with Randy. Fourteen ninety five trial pack of Plexiderm with free shipping. Plexidermtrial.com. Don't forget the code is Voices. Here is an interesting. I was reading a, a, an interview with you about a portion of your fan base is Trump supporting Republicans, um, and you just talked about that. Really, kind of is a testament to how unifying, I guess, comedy could be. Or what? Did they realize he's a moron? <laughs> Two, or what is it, do you think? I don't know. I really don't. And, I mean, what I, I you know, I guess, because I do hear from, from people that you would not necessarily think would be fans of mine, but they do say I, 
you know, I'm a Trump supporter and I'm a, this and I hate whites and blacks and Jews and gays, but I love your show. It's so fun. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, I just say thank you and then I get the hell out of the room. But I hope that maybe some of my message, if there is one, is getting is sneaking in there a little bit. Yeah. You said about 2020, uh, you're Jewish, so you get nervous about everything. <laughs> so you're excited and nervous. Um, yeah, it's not. 2020 is uh, not making it any better. By the way. <laughs> 2020 fucking sucks. Um, what, what did Hillary's letter say to you? What did, what did Hillary say? In the other room, but it's um, uh, one of her friends asked me to make a birthday video shout out. She said, Hillary Clinton is a fan. I'm one of her friends oh, in wow. interior. And she said, would you put, would you do a little shout out video? Cause she loves you. I'm like, sure, whatever, lady. I'm sure this will just live on your phone and you're just crazy and you've never even met Hillary Clinton. <laughs> so I made the little thing and I was like, hey, Hill. <laughs> like, I'm sure you won't see this, but thank you for blah, blah, blah. And I gave a little message thinking it would never make it to her. And then two weeks later, I got a letter in the mail and it said, Randy, the rumors are true. I'm a fan and thank you for something along the lines of not only, you know, entertaining us, but uh, enlightening in these very wow. difficult times. Wow. Jody, she, he it's, probably went, yeah, right, you're fucking Carol Burnett's daughter. Oh, shit, there's a picture of Carol Burnett watching. Well, Jody, I don't have to tell you, you have to vet these things. People will say anything. Absolutely, absolutely. He's absolutely, and it was funny, when you and my mom were trying to hook up that phone call, and you, you missed her calling, and you're like, this is not going well. <laughs> I missed Carol Burnett's phone call, like, twice, and then I'm, I talk about diarrhea. Like, I was. I was I was not good. It was it was like a very Jewish experience. Me too. It's all a blur of crying and snot and blubbering the first couple of times I met her. But okay, so you just did a, a fancy fundraiser for Nancy Pelosi, who's also a fan. And there was a little lady named uh, Barbara Streisand also on that show with you. In addition to, <laughs> so your life is just a, it's, you're just like a, you're just like Cinderella, aren't you? I am just quarantine Cinderella. With no <laughs> pants on. Um, um yeah, it's crazy. It's amazing. I I'm I'm it's uh, it's weird because I'm having all these great fun things happen. Carol Burnett's calling me on the phone and I'm on I'm interviewed on television, but it's all happening in simultaneously with the world collapsing. Yeah. So it's kind of it's bittersweet. But listen, it's great for my career and that's all that yeah, we care it's, about. It's right? a fairy tale encased in a horrible fucking nightmare, isn't it? Fantastic. It is. Dynamic. Now, you said during the primary, I love Kamala, because I don't know what you were thinking for VP, but you said, I love Kamala Harris, but she also scares the shit out of me in the best way. <laughs> That's... Yeah. Yes. So, what do you, who do you like for VP? Oh, God. Well, I really like, I like Kamala. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. But there's so many, they're all, they're all amazing women. Many I, I would be happy with. I mean, yeah. you must pick a woman of color. I think we do believe. Yeah, that's what I. Believe. Yeah. Um. And um, I would be happy with any that I have seen on on his list on on you know his alleged yeah. list. Now speaking of politicians, you are currently dating uh, Andrew Cuomo. You oh, uh, tweeted, "Oh, my Andy's press briefing is back, and he's going off on Don on Donald. Let me get my tea." So that's mostly your day now. It's just. Love him. Yeah, well, I did a I did an Andy Cuomo tribute video uh, to the tune of Sandy from Greece. <laughs> I saw, and, uh, I, saw it. It, 
I actually got, I was just interviewed by Christina Cuomo, wife of Chris, the other day. So I, she called me. I said, I always knew that you would call me, but I assumed it would be to tell me to stop hitting on your husband. And <laughs> husband. Did you she see said, the- She interviewed me for her magazine. She said, the Cuomos love you. Andy loves you. Chris loves you. We all love you. And so. Yeah. Did you see the, the footage them. of uh, Andy, of, of uh, was it Chris's butt naked in the back, in his wife's yoga video? That's, yeah. You know, just quarantine mishaps, Randy. I've studied it, you know. <laughs> Uh, and I'm, I'm, I might be. Did we ever get? Um, was that ever verified? Because I thought it might have been a towel. I'm not satisfied with it. I need okay, more. Okay, I understand. You, listen, you have quarantine hopes and dreams. You tweeted, "Good morning. I hope the vaccine comes in chocolate and strawberry." Uh, and you're, you're getting a little quarantine cranky. You said someone just said, "How are you?" to me, stupid asshole. <laughs> I might be to defend all of my tweets over the past week. I don't know what I'm saying. But yeah, I'm getting cranky. Right. Oh well, my you, God. Are you, you were reminiscing. Are you... It's happy pride, by the way. And you said last year I was drunk on a float with Donatella Versace and Lorna Luft, surrounded by hot men. And this year I'll be on my couch watching a Housewives Marathon. I was actually in New York last year and saw you on the pride float. <laughs> in that you, tw- wasn't I great? In that 12-hour parade. <laughs> That was so fun. What a fun. I'm so glad we re- I really did it up last year because it made up for this yeah. year. You know, I mean, it lasted. A- yeah, this is I you tweet about this as well. You just said he thinks if he bullies COVID-19 hard enough, it won't eventually write a book about him. Um, I just it's so surreal. Right, Randy? Just like we hit our highest number ever yesterday and he's there again going, it'll go away. We're doing very well. <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of it. You you. You know, I'm so thankful that this this comedy gene was instilled in me and, and, and looking at, you know, things through a humorous lens is something that I was taught from a young age. Because that because otherwise I don't know how you how you deal with what's going on now. Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing you can do but make fun of it and, and, and make light of it, because otherwise, I mean, this man is insane. He's making jokes yeah. and he's. You know, he's yelling at the virus as, as though it's an opponent of his. Yeah, you, see, taking... you tweeted, so far he's received standing ovations for making racist jokes, mocking 130,000 people dead, dead Americans, drinking a glass of water with one hand. If this fucker gets a Netflix special before me, I swear to God. Well, you know he fucking will, too. I'm sick of it. I've got to get out of his business. Can I say, no one deserves their success more than you. i, I got to just, before we continue here quickly, I... Congratulations on the Emmy. I hope you get, you were talking about, this is what I see for you. You said a hybrid of sort of Pee Wee's Playhouse on The Daily Show. Um, maybe a Broadway run. I hope you get all of it because it, it is, this is your time. I mean, this is just, a, a, anyway, I don't know what to say. You were just brilliant. Thank you. I was well, we're, just... we're on to the development of many different projects. We were talking about a possible Broadway thing right before COVID hit. So mm-hmm. I hope that when ways back that that we can continue with that but yeah lots of developmental uh lots of things in development right now well and you said oh my god i'm an oprah magazine with my husband governor cuomo thank you people magazine for making me a reason to love america proud to be in the company of dr fauci my cuomo brothers and grilled cheese so you are uh obviously an american icon already all right God may have invented the clean phone because of coronavirus. I also feel like it works for happy hour. It, yes, it's, it's a good place to put extra, it. Extra, extra dirty. And you, you got to disinfect, man. It is, uh, we are not even in the second wave. 
because we've screwed up the first wave so badly. Correct. Get a clean phone. It's the UV light they're using to disinfect masks in hospitals. It's where we disinfect our masks, right? Yes. Uh, you guys come in here, put your mask in there, your car keys, right? Put our phone in there. Your phone, your earbuds, whatever, your glasses. Everywhere you Clark, go, you Clark get Kent. stuff dirty. Yeah. There's a few minutes where Travis is Superman, where those glasses, Clark Kent glasses, go in there and get disinfected. I go back to being a nerd. You can charge and disinfect at the same time. Uh, it is amazing. It is, I, I, I don't know why how I got along without it. With I had flu, the flu a few years ago. Flu season is coming up on top of coronavirus. Get a clean phone. Get the N95 masks. They have them for an amazing price. Also, you can get uh, 20 bucks off if you do auto refill. Yes. Because you're going to need them. They have reusables. They have lavender, aloe, hand sanitizer. They, and we've got a bunch more stuff. There's a ma- it's a magical wonderland. It's not just the clean phone. It's not just masks. They have it all. TheNewDealShop.com. You can get the clean phone there. Use the code Stephanie. You get free shipping. See, they're, they're lousy with amazing things. Yes. Uh, including the N95 mask and the clean phone. Uh, do it now. TheNewDealShop.com. Type in Stephanie. TheNewDealShop.com. Type in Stephanie. Born to a Jewish family in Plantation, Florida. I grew up in Long, Long Island. Uh, your actual name is Rainbow. Your dad was Jerry Rainbow. You're not kidding. Okay. Yeah, Gwen and Jerry Rainbow are my parents. He was a musician, a talent booker. Um, tell us about your grandmother. You said she's your greatest influence. You said she used to talk back to the TV, which is basically what you're right. doing at celebrities and politicians. Right. Combination of Joan Rivers, Elaine Stritch, Betty White, and B. Arthur. That's a fantastic grandma. She was a huge fan of comedy, and I, as I, she was my nanny, and I told, I told your mom. Carol, when I spoke to her, that that I had that same. But I mean, she is. If I have a religion, it's nanny. She she taught me every everything important in my life, including humor. She introduced me to all the greats, like your mother, and um, you know, she just like I. What I was saying is that she used to. She ha- she would have a response for everything, so that's where I get my rhythm from. If she if we if she were vacuuming and there was a political interview happening on the TV behind her she would respond to the TV as though she were conducting the interview. Wow. You know, so if Conway were, she would come back with a, with a one-liner like that. And, and then she just was so quick. And so I'm basically an old lady talking back to yeah, her television. Yeah, exactly. That's, but you are, you mean, but that's in your blood. You're, right, the, right. Com- the comedy and the music then or is, it's in you. I mean, it's, it's, you can tell that. It's so sort of or, yeah, she, organic. She, she taught me that you must laugh. She really had that Joan Rivers kind of, um, you know, mentality about if you can laugh at it, you can deal with it. Nothing was off limits. And and that's what that's what that's what gets me through these hard times is is being able to to see everything from a humorous yeah. lens. You, we always we always say that, right? If you, you got to laugh or you would cry literally all fucking day. I mean, there's no and that's but it's also a way of kind of taking your power back. I think the way you talk to Trump, even in those videos, people are like, oh, that's what I like to say to his fucking orange face. But it's it's sort right. of cathartic in a way. It is very cathartic to see, you know, this 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 queenie gay guy who might not have any power if he actually were in the room with Trump, um, you know, in an interview setting. To get to see me kind of give it to him, I think people do find that cathartic. Um, I find it good. Yeah. Jody, here, they, here's the part of the interview where I, I Chris Farley, like people do on your mom. Like, remember that time you wore the curtains from Gone with the Wind? Um, Randy, <laughs> one of my favorites was uh, Cheeto Christ Stupid Czar, which was, of course, from Jesus Christ Superstar. But when he literally pointed and said, right, that I people say I'm, I'm right. The chosen one. Huh? He said, I am the chosen one. Right. That's what he <laughs> said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. Do you? It's hard to. Do you have a favorite? I mean, is there, it, there's they're, they're all your children. I know, but do you? My video. They're all so good, Stephanie. It's I don't true. Know it's true. But, and the worst, um, the, the the best thing is your humility. I think. Yeah. I am very humble and gorgeous, but I think the thing that I attach a certain memory to each video. That's the. That's the. That's how I have like a relationship with them. So for instance, when I did the braggadocious video, I heard from Dick Van Dyke. And oh. like now memory when I did Clorox, the spoonful of Clorox, Carol Burnett emailed me and said that Aunt Julie loved it. Oh and so God. like, these are memories that I attach to these things. And so they're very nice memories for me, aside from the horrible event, which inspired them. You know, we are the same person, Randy, except uh, without I'm without all the talent. And accolades, oh, but I sat. Thank you. Put me down. <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed that one. <laughs> I have a little talent. Oh, you oh. Oh, I meant me. Never. Heard. No, I sat on the set of Diagnosis Murder with Dick Van Dyke and got when I played myself. I was the character that killed the Dr. Laura character, and so uh, yeah. But I got to hang out with Dick Van Dyke. But I know what you mean about those. And you're a lot younger than me, but just those. They're what else do you call them? Giants. I mean. Icons, legends. I, and talk about humility. Oh, my God. Jody, tell the story real quick about Jennifer Aniston and your mom. Oh, so we were at this fundraiser for Hillary Clinton when she was running for the Senate in 2000. And I mean, everybody in Southern California was at this ranch in Mandeville Canyon. So we go to uh, soon to be Senator Clinton's table. And sitting next to her, Mr. and Mrs. Pitt, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. So mom and I are kind of in line to talk to Mrs. Clinton. And, you know, she turns around and hi, hugs, kisses. So I introduced, I introduced Jennifer Aniston to my mom and she goes, really? You buried the lead on that one, right? <laughs> so as we walk away, my mom says, and I quote, well, I can't believe she knows who I am. And I said, what are you talking about, mom? A, you're a comedian and so is she. And you're Carol Burnett. She's like, well, I should be over there. And she pointed to the table, which had Sid Caesar and Milton Berle and others. I said, yeah, you deserve to be at their table, but not because you're old and, and not everybody in the room knows who you are necessarily, but because you're as talented as they are. It was the funniest thing. She goes, I can't believe she knows who I am. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, that's, but that's part of your mother's magic is not only her talent and legacy. It's, it's the fact that she's, she's got that, that beautiful soul and that she would say something like that. I mean, and she's seen she's so, so, so incredibly generous. My yeah. God. I know. Isn't she, she's seen so many sobbing messes in front of her, like you and me, Randy. And she's, she just looks at you like a, you know, she's like, Oh honey, like you're just like a little, you know, a turtle stuck on its back. She's oh, just helps you I up. Only, and... I've spoken to her over the phone. I've yet to actually sob in her face and I look forward to the day. Yeah. Had, had she been more technically proficient, I would have figured out a way for this to happen with you and her. Oh, oh no. We'll, we'll, oh boy. We'll have to do a zoom cocktail party at some point. Or something. <laughs> um, Randy, couple of just quick things from your just interviews you've done, but just in terms of how you are, this phenomenon you are, you said, I'm like the oldest millennial. I have one foot in the YouTube era and one foot in the old school comedy musical world. Um, I, I was always focused on emulating comedy stars that I looked up to in musical stars. Um, so you say I have a kind of encyclopedic knowledge of musical theater, just music in general. So that's always the easiest part, music in general. But really, musical theater has always been a coping mechanism for me uh, as a young age when I was a little gay drama nerd <laughs> getting bullied on the playground. I think it always brought order to chaos. But that is interesting is that, that you are one of the first things to meld that old school, old timey. I mean, right, Jody? That's like everybody thought. Oh, I'm on. I I did. I want the Carol Burnett show. But Randy Rainbow 
is the closest thing to the Carol Burnett show now because you can't, as your mom has said, you can't really do that on a network basis anymore. I mean, Randy, that was a Broadway show every week, right? With an orchestra and costumes and all of that. But Oh my God, no, you couldn't do that. I, but yes, but people are starved for that sort of thing. And that's what inspired me. That's, that's you know, again, I'm not trying to be the Daily Show. I'm trying to be Carol Burnett. Right. And I'm trying to, trying to be all those you know broadway and musical comedy icons like that's that's what really inspires me but so i think that's that to the you know the the crossover thing of of kind of joining the two yeah the you know the 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 day and day political hot topic stuff with the old school kind of charm of musical comedy right but to bring this interview magically full circle a lot of us wanted to be carol burnett you did it. You you are the the bridge between the YouTube age and being able to do it in your basement. I mean, it's it's amazing. First of all, I'm not in my basement, Stephanie. Okay. What are you talking about? Sorry. He's in a nice apartment people, in New York. All right. Oh, look at my night I finally got out of the goddamn basement. All right. And she's, <laughs> Wherever the fuck you are. I was, I was in a time for most of the the time I was I've been making these videos. I was in a tiny little shoebox of an apartment in Astoria, Queens, and I lived like my living room was just a giant green screen. Yeah. And I graduated. Now I have an actual room with a whole video and audio set up and I can go into my little studio. Yeah. Um, and also, here's the other way we're alike. You said back in your closeted days, you had some bittersweet prom experiences. You said, I remember my prom. I had three proms because since my sophomore year, I was invited every year by a different girl who had a crush on me. Poor dears. <laughs> I went to the prom with boys before I realized I was a gay. <laughs> it's it's very, Did it is bitter. Did you go? Did you go? All gay men were your dates? Oh yeah, well, he turned out to be gay. I did, we didn't know at the time. We just thought we were Catholic, which is why we were dry humping and not doing it. But as it turns out, we both were gay. Yes. Yeah. Well, there you go. Didn't I mean. didn't get? I didn't get that. Far. I think I was probably by the second prom I went to. I was. They they knew that there wasn't. You know, it wasn't going to go anywhere. Right. But I was in love with Paul Lynn, so I also had no gaydar when I was a child. That's that's horribly off. Yeah. That's beyond sad. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, he was funny. Have- I didn't know I get the crushes on you. I get crushes on high school Randy Rainbow because that's right. Yeah. So now the, 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 you know, the big question, are you single? Because you are beautiful and a little too much in the talent department. But what's going on? Thank God, are you? Let's date. Okay. Let's, let's go to the prom. <laughs> <laughs> I am single as hell. And if I don't get a date out of this show, I'm not coming back. <laughs> I was promised. Jody said this that we were we we're going to get you a boyfriend. Yeah. Do you call in or what? What? How does this work, Jody? <laughs> how do I? It's your next make a wish. It's for the all the single lonely homos like me and Randy post quarantine. We're going to be ready to fucking explode. So I got a better... whole list of guys who want you, Randy. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. If you can hook us up with well, Carol right. Burnett, you can make this happen. Very nice. People say that all the time, and then they never produce. I never see the list. So What's your come type? Through. What's your type? It's at this point, it's been four months in quarantine, Steph. Anything with a damn pulse and a breath. <laughs> I thought you were and gonna, a mask. I thought you were going to say a dick, but okay. <laughs> that too. I don't, I'm not, this is a classy show. I wouldn't say dick. No, of course not. <laughs> Aha, just, you just did. <laughs> All right. I feel like you, I need you to put on your pink cat eyes to say goodbye, but I'll, I'll just settle for thank you. I, I, I charge. Extra. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> 
<laughs> there they are. <laughs> Randy, I uh, love you like everybody else does. Uh, everybody in my political world, Jill Winebanks, everybody adores you. When I was at Politicon, like everybody, I had to leave that day, but everybody was going to see you. You are just a rock star. And thanks for taking time for us. Thank you, Steph. It's so nice to finally chat with you. Jody. I love you. I love you. And uh, tell our mother I, I love her, too, and I'll talk to her soon. You know, we talk regularly. Yeah. I know. You talk to her more than I talk to her. So, oh, jeez. You know. Oh, jeez. We love you, Bate. We love you, Bate. You I mean, Jody. You want to talk about dreams coming true. She emails with my mother now. I know. So, oh, talk about God. the Jewish mother is, is happy. Oh, a fucking dream come true. All right. Happy, happy hour, Randy Rainbow. We love you. Love you, too. Thank you. Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.